Hey food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Whether you're looking to get on your very first store shelf or you're looking to grow your national or even international food brand, this podcast is going to teach you what it really takes to launch, grow, and scale a packaged food brand. Hear the food founder journeys of brands growing in their industry so you can fast track your food business success. I'm your host, Ainsley, and this is the Food Founders Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Today, I am going to be walking you through how I go about my year-end planning, review, and what a year 2020 has been. So I thought I would share this with you today in hopes that it can provide you some insights into what's going on in your business and help you set up for a very successful 2021. So I'm going to walk you through this process that I go through, and I'm going to share some insights about how this applies to my life as well. And then I want to encourage you to do this while we are going through it on the show today. You can kind of pause and go through the various steps or, you know, Take a listen to this again when you are able to really sit down and do the work because getting the information is not what it's all about. It's about getting the information and doing the work. That is where the real growth happens. So let's jump into this. So the way that I go about this is there are really three key phases and there's different steps within all of this. But we first start with looking backwards at what's happened. Then we move into looking forward as to what we want to happen in the year to come. And then we go into some major themes coming up from that. And then the final piece is building that gritty plan with all the details, what you're going to do by quarter, by month, and how you're going to make these pieces happen. What a lot of people do is they go straight for this final step here. They go straight for what is the plan that I'm going to do by quarter, by month to make this goal happen um, or multiple goals happen. And I really do think that it's important to take a look backwards first to see what's working, see what's not working. And, and also, I just find at the end of the year, it is a great exercise to go through and see who was I being and what unexpected, amazing things happened that you maybe didn't always plan for. And if, <laughs> if that's ever been more true, it is this past year, but I think that happens every single year. So, okay, let's jump into this looking backwards piece. So step one, the first step here is taking a look at what has happened. And the different questions that I ask myself here are, what first did I have this year? The second piece that I'll ask myself is what turned out better than I had expected. What amazing things happened that I never had expected or planned for? So let's jump into these three before we go into the final three. So I think it is so, so important to always look and be grateful for what has happened. Even when we haven't planned it, even when we need to kind of sift through situations to find the silver lining, there is always something to be grateful for. So even if this has been a really tough year in your business, there has been growth. And that's what this first section is all about. It is for you to recognize what growth you have had and to be grateful for that because you do not 
get to the top of the mountain by just saying, I want to get to the top of the mountain. There are steps that you take. There are switchbacks that happen. There are sometimes going back because you can't go a certain way because something's off with the path. That is all part of the journey. And I think it's really important for business owners to recognize that and not be too harsh on yourself and to look at how far you have come to get to where you are and know that that is on the journey to where you want to go. So I'm going to share a little bit here about these pieces for myself. So what first did I have this year? I mean, there were certainly lots. Some of the ones that, you know, when I look back and that have me really excited, they were very unexpected. So, you know, for me, I was able to travel my home country of Canada and I've never really done that. I've, you know, been, I've broken Ontario and have been to Quebec, but that's about it. And my partner and I, we did a five week road trip driving all the way from Toronto to Vancouver, stopping off at major cities along the way. What we would do is we would stop at a city, we would stay at an Airbnb for four days. We would work our butts off because both of us own our own business and we were working like wild for those four days. And then we'd completely unplug and we would drive on the rest of those three days of the week and we would camp and we would hike and we would explore. And that was an amazing first that I had. I got to explore this beautiful country that I live in and see its diversity and get to explore it. And, And that was incredible for me. If I look, one of the very first things that I actually did for this year, I actually did a polar bear plunge, which this is sounding like a very Canadian episode right now, I am sure. But a polar bear plunge for anyone who's never heard of this wacky thing, it is jumping into a freezing cold lake on January 1st. And I do not like being cold at all. I will do everything that I can to stay warm. And at the beginning of 2020, I decided, no, you know what? I'm going to do something so uncomfortable to prepare me for taking uncomfortable actions moving forward into 2020. Little did I know how much that would really come true with everything that this world has brought us this year. But that is one of the first that I did this year. I would have never done that before. But January 1st, 2020, what did I do? I jumped into Lake Ontario froze my butt off, but hey, lived to tell the story. So it did not hurt me. It made me stronger. So that was definitely a first. And, you know, some other firsts, I got to learn more about the economy than I ever have before. And definitely not something that I had planned for, but just the way that the world has happened this year, that is something that I got to learn more about. And so that's been a great great first for me. So that is our first question. I want you guys to take a look at that. What firsts did you have this year? And this is life and business because if you're a business owner, the two sure are connected and you can always find lessons from one side into the other. The many insights that I had while hiking a mountain or while driving for hours on the highway the insights that I had that helped me in my business and helped my clients in their business was was fantastic. And the vice versa, when I'm working in my work and working on a new program or working with a client, I think, oh my gosh, this is just like this piece in life. So the two definitely go hand in hand. So that second question there was, what turned out better than I had expected? And then this third piece is, what amazing things happened that I never expected or planned for? 
So definitely some of those pieces, what firsts that I had come into this last piece as well, what I hadn't planned for. You know, one of the great things that I hadn't planned for this year was just the great number of partners that I grew and developed this year. I got to work closer with partners that I'd never worked with in the past. And I I certainly hadn't planned for that, but I'm so grateful for those relationships. And, you know, my network of food friends has expanded even larger this year. And I'm so, so grateful for that. And I never would have planned to be able to help some of the businesses that I have helped this year. Um, I've just had so, so much joy with that. And I never really know what those relationships are always going to turn out like. And I've just, you know, I never would have expected for my clients to not only be, you know, great clients of mine, but really become friends and me part of my family as well and and I never had expected for that and I'm so so grateful for that so the final three questions here in the looking backwards phase that I want you to go through and what I go through they are so what am I most proud of for this year and for me this has definitely been balance while growing the healthy food and beverage group has grown faster this year than any year in the past and all while I've been able to have balance and You know, balance is an interesting word. I typically don't like the word balance. I don't necessarily always believe in balance, even because I think if you are so, so passionate about something right now, go all in, go all in on it. Don't worry about the other pieces. I really believe in being in flow. And so I sometimes see balance as, you know, disrupting flow because it's like, well, I should only be let's say working, because I know that all you guys are working tons in your food and bed business, I should only be working, you know, until this time, because then I also have to do this and do this and do this. But what if you're in such a great flow state where you're figuring out, oh my gosh, this is exactly how I'm going to have my product delivered to people. And you're really working on that, but you have this cutoff time is I need to stop this because I need to also go do my yoga and I need to, you know, I need to go for my walk and I need to make sure I'm doing this and this, you stop that flow. And I think flow is really important. So that's, you know, that's why I bring up that around the word balance. But for me, what am I most proud of this year? That is balance with growth. The business has been able to grow and I've been able to be balanced in terms of increasing the meditation practice that I have, increasing the number of recipes that I make at home. I have never baked as much as I have in 2020, guys. And I've been able to do that more. And I've really come to this place where I've been able to see that I am able to focus on multiple different things while still being in flow, but allowing myself the time to focus on other avenues of my life as well. And that has been really powerful for me and a real challenge for me. Let me tell you, that is that's definitely been a challenge for me. So I'm grateful for the place that I am in for that. The next question to ask yourself as we're looking back is what could have gone better? We'll start to get into some, not just roses and butterflies as we're looking backwards, but we're also looking at some of these other pieces that what could have gone better. So for me, what could have gone better here? For me, one of the pieces is consistently showing up online. I know that I go through different bouts of showing up for you guys all the time 
on Instagram, which is where a lot of people will connect with me and get insights in terms of how to grow your food or beverage business. Um, and I'll be really great with showing, showing up, giving you guys content, you know, day in, day out for weeks, and then I'll fall off the face of the earth for a few weeks. <laughs> so that is definitely a piece that could have gone better for me, for sure, as I look at that. Um, and then the last piece here while we're looking back in this first step is what lessons did I learn this year? And again, this is in life and this is in your business as well. But what lessons did you learn? I learned so many lessons this year. And I think we all have in so many different ways just because of the nature of 2020. Some of the lessons that I've definitely learned is life is precious and life is short. And we need to make the most of the life that we do have, spending it with the people that we love, doing the things that we enjoy and doing the things that make us feel alive. And that's different for each and every one of us. I've also learned how important it is to have fantastic relationships with people and to invest the time in building those relationships. And I've certainly been reminded this year of how powerful the work is that I do with food and beverage business owners, allowing them to recognize how powerful they are in their business and empowering them to bring their brand and their business to life in a way that no one but them can do. So those have been some pieces that I have learned this year. There's plenty, plenty more there for sure. This is a really exhaustive list that I have for some of these pieces for me. And I encourage you to do a really exhaustive list for yourself as well. I'm just sharing some of the highlights with you here today. One of the other lessons I learned was definitely being flexible. I think that's one we can all kind of relate to this year. We've had to be very, very flexible with what we've been doing and how we've been operating. And, you know, I know certain people were, you know, already at certain trade shows happening this year when things got shut down. You didn't have much choice but to be flexible in that moment, to not get too attached to this is the way things were supposed to be. This is what I was supposed to be doing. Oh my gosh, you can't do anything about it. That's what we learned a lot this year. There's some things we can control and other things we cannot. And for me, that lesson is let me focus in on controlling what I can and surrendering to the pieces that I can't and being okay with that. Okay. So that is step number one in our looking backwards. The step number two is, so what? <laughs> so step one was what happened. Step two is, so what? So the first piece here that I ask is, who did I have to be to get the results that I loved this season? And then the second part of this is, who was I being when I got the results I didn't love this year? For me, when I got the results that I loved, I was being a partner with my clients. I was being a partner to the industry. I was being a partner to other people in the industry. I was consistently showing up. I was meditating ongoingly. I was being abundant and I was confidently connecting with my perfect audience and showing them exactly how I can help them launch, grow, or scale their food or beverage business. That's who I was being when I got the results that I loved. When I wasn't getting the results that I loved for me, things weren't as planned out. I like to have a plan. Now we need to be flexible. Yes. And we just talked about that. But for me, things weren't as all the, the little pieces weren't as planned out as they could have been. So yes, that was definitely a piece when I got the results that I didn't love this year in life and in business. For instance, you know, when we were doing that cross-country road trip, I missed out on some wonderful things that I would have wanted to see because I just hadn't planned it out. 
I just hadn't taken the time to plan that all out enough and I missed out on some really great things. So that is um, the second piece there. So step two is, so what? Who were you being when you got the results you loved? And who were you being when you got the results that you didn't love? So that's the first piece of this entire exercise, this looking backwards. The next piece is looking forward. So the first step here is, what do I want? And there's two main pieces here. The first is, what firsts do I want to have this year? And share those out there. What is it that you are looking to have? For me, one of the firsts that I want to have is I want to be able to help 500 people in my food brands that sell program. After seeing the results that people get from this and knowing with all the one-on-one clients that I work with, how profound and transformational this is on people's businesses, I want to be able to help 500 brands in their business in 2021, because I know it is not only going to change their business, it's going to change their life and the life of the people that get to consume their product as well. And then the second piece is what do I want to accomplish as it relates to, and then these different areas of your life. So the first is family and relationships. The second is health and wellness. The third is personal growth and development. And then the fourth is business and wealth. So what do you want to accomplish in each of these areas? And list out the different pieces that you would like to accomplish there. And then the second part of this looking forward is who do I need to be to accomplish all of this? So First, who do I need to be to accomplish these goals on their own? And is there any of these that I can do to make all of it happen at once? So there's certain things I might need to do for my health and wellness goals that will be different from what I might need in my business and wealth goals. But there's also going to be some overarching pieces that apply to all of them. So for me, who do I need to be to accomplish my goals? Um, Some of the pieces that I have here are I need to play to win. I need to be choiceful. I need to be abundant. And then the third piece here. So we've looked back. We've looked forward. Now we're going to go into themes. And this is really taking a look at the pieces looking forward and part of looking backwards as well that you've already done. And what are the major themes that come up for you? What are the the high level pieces, especially when you're thinking about who do I need to be to make all of these goals happen? That's where you're going to see some of these themes, or you might see them when you have what goals that you want to accomplish in these different areas of your, um, your life. There might be some themes, for instance, if you want to spend more time with your family, if your health and wellness, you maybe want to be more, you know, uh, have more energy so you can play with your family. And if from a personal and development, you maybe want to learn how to outsource more things, you know, maybe, you know, one of your big overarching things might be having more time for my family. And that's a great theme to have. And that's a great piece to keep focused as you build out your business and your life, because the two are 100% connected. So what are your big themes that come up? Some people like to have a word of the year. Some people like to have a theme of the year. For me, there's a couple different themes that come up. But for me, one of my big themes for 2021 is playing to win and commitment to figuring things out. Those are two of the big pieces there, but certainly that playing to win. There's a big difference between playing to win and playing not to lose. And for me, I'm committed to playing win not only for my own business, but for my clients' businesses. I am committed for them to step up 
and for them to play to win in their own business so that they can see the impact of their growth, so that they can see their business truly grow because they are being the business owner that is the owner of this company that you know is maybe five times the size that it is right now. But if I can get them to be that person sooner, if you want to be a $500,000 company and you're $100,000 company, I will transform you to be that $500,000 business owner right now where you are so you can get there faster. And that takes being committed to play to win and being committed to figuring it out. And that is what I'm holding my clients accountable to into 2021. So if you're listening to this and we work together, you know, you know, I'm going to push you guys to do this. And if you want that and we're not working together, well, you can shoot me a note for sure. Um, I love working with winners who want to grow and who want to push themselves to create their dreams and have their dreams really come true. So when I talk about my themes and my, my goals for the year, it is how I show up in my life, in my business and how that shows up for the people in my life that shows up with my partner, that shows up with my friends, with my family and you bet it shows up with the clients that I'm committed to helping grow. So that third piece there is your theme. And then the final piece here is simply, well, simply, maybe not so much so simply, but a lot more simply now um, being able to plan out the details. So now that you know what the specific pieces are that you want to accomplish, that you know who you need to be for that and that you have this overarching theme you can plan out the details in terms of what are your actual annual goals that you have and then breaking those up into bite-sized chunks quarter by quarter, month by month. Because it's one thing to say from a health and wellness perspective, maybe someone wants to lose 30 pounds. Okay, great. You can't just have that as your goal and not have a plan to make that happen. It's not just going to happen. There's diet that needs to change. There is exercise that needs to change. There's sleep that needs to change. There's water. There's all these different pieces that need to happen. And so building that plan bit by bit is the only way to get there. And that is the exact same piece with your business. If for you, one of the firsts that you want this year is to be listed into national retail or into retail as a whole, maybe even selling farmer's markets. And you're like, you know what? I am ready to be in a wholesale account. Well, there's a lot of steps that need to happen to get you selling into your wholesale account. There's pricing that you need to figure out. There's your brand that you need to figure out, your packaging, your delivery, who are your partners? What does your sales presentation look like? All of these different pieces are absolutely needed. And you need to work backwards, quarter by quarter, month by month to make that actually happen. Otherwise, another year goes by and you didn't reach those goals that you were looking for. Oh, I really wanted to get into wholesale, but maybe next year. And that's not what I want for you. I want you to really accomplish the pieces that you're going after. So they become goals that you accomplish versus dreams that you chase. I want you to accomplish your goals. So this last piece, this is where a lot of people will start. But all of these other pieces first are important to make sure you are chasing the right things, putting the right things on your to-do list so that you can actually accomplish them and be able to recognize how they all play together. So this last piece is really granularly laying out how you're going to accomplish your goals bit by 
bit. So that's it, guys. That is my year-end review process. It is one part of my overarching um, planning process that I do for the year. I go a lot, this last piece, the getting really granular, I go really deep on that. But I really like to first focus on these elements to look back, to take stock of what a year it was and make sure that I am setting myself up looking forward to really create the year that I want to come, set my big theme for the year to keep me grounded in that and then plan out all of those details. So I hope this is helpful for you. I hope this has allowed you to see a different way to go about planning and a way for you to take stock in all the amazing things that you have done this year and all of the good that has happened throughout this year and who you had to be to make all of that happen. There's been a lot that's happened this year in 2020. Absolutely. There's been a lot of growth and I can't tell you how many people that I talk to say, you know, there's a lot of silver linings in this year or I'm so grateful that I had to turn this way, turn my business this way, turn my life this way because I never would have experienced this. And there's a lot of unexpected, amazing things that happen. And you just need to trust that path that you were going down there and trust the journey. We get to the top of the mountain, step by step, stone by stone, river by river. But we get there by consistently reaching towards it and by persistently and consistently moving forward on that. So I'll leave you guys with that. I hope you have all had a wonderful 2020. I know it's been a wacky one. I know it's been wild. I hope you have some beautiful silver linings in there. And I cannot wait to see what everyone is going to accomplish into 2021. And not only what you're going to accomplish, but who you're going to be, and who you're going to become to make all of those things happen. Happy New Year, everyone, and happy holidays. And I cannot wait to share some more lessons with you guys moving into the new year be back with some more food founders sharing their journeys so that you can continually focus on your growth on how to be the food founder you're destined to be.